welcome to watching the game. Your host Dries Mahmoudemi joined today by Yunus Vroeg. Um, today will be our World Series recap episode after the Dodgers defeated the Rays 4-2 and 3-1 in Game 6. Uh, I think there's one thing in particular we need to talk about. Yes, and, and if nobody knows what we're going to be talking about, it's about the poor decision that Mr. Cash made in the sixth inning. Yeah, so the Rays manager, um, Kevin Cash, so for some context, obviously the game is 1-0 through this, going into the sixth inning. Blake Snell, the Rays' ace, has given up one run. I mean, no, one hit. My bad. Whereas, and I think Rays, it was two. Yeah, uh, no, no. At this point, it's one hit. Oh. The Rays were up one zero, and they were getting a few hits, but they hadn't really scored anything since the first inning. It was one zero. Snell gets the first out of the sixth inning, and then. He gives up a hit, a single, not even like a bad hit. And then, because the Rays have played this way all year, he decides, I'm going to pull, I'm going to pull out Blake Snell now, and I'm going to trust my bullpen for some reason. And I understand that they've been doing this for most of the year, but then what happens? The Dodgers scored two runs that inning. Dodgers scored two runs in that inning. Two. And they end up winning. Then they get a home run later in the game. And they win 3-1. to one. Because of the stupidity of Kevin Cash, who just cost his team a chance to at least win the World Series in Game 7. I mean, in my decision, Kevin Cash, I mean, you have to be able to adapt to basically his new surroundings. So you were in the playoffs. It was working all the year, right? The playoffs, your ace is on fire. It's literally the World Series, game six. You got, it's a winner go home game. Your manager decides to pull the best player. Okay, maybe we'll say Arena was the best player, but I'm talking about pitching-wise. Best pitcher. Doing great through five and a third, and he pulls him out and trusts his, trusts his bullpen. I understand that yes, you've been doing this all year, but if your starter, if your ace is on fire, I mean, I don't understand what was going through his mind. I mean, it's just like the Rays throughout the season; they really didn't let their starting pitchers go deeper than five innings, which is yeah. whatever. Which is whatever. I would. I don't really think it's a big deal. I would think it doesn't even matter that much in a 60-game season. If it was a full season, then okay, that's a good idea. But, um, and I know they have a good bullpen. But, I think, who did they put in again? Anderson? They put in Anderson yesterday, mm -hmm. who had been struggling, and... You took a guy, you, he's not, you can let a guy go seven just because 
of this new age of baseball. You can let a guy go seven innings. You can let him go until he starts really slowing down. He wasn't slowing down. Yeah. But for whatever reason, they were like, nah. I mean... I mean, I think another part of that is, yes, they've done it all season, but they also trusted their offense to pick up the pace. And, but unfortunately, they did not. Sure. It, that was dumb, too. But either way, we're talking about uh, you still had the lead that you only gave up because you took him out. Yeah. And then, and then this sparks a whole debate. People are like, oh, look, analytics are ruining the game. The funny thing is, honestly, probably based off the analytics, they would say you should have kept him in. I just think he, I just think Cash panicked. There's no other explanation. Like, it, none of it makes sense. Even you, they kept panning to Blake Snell on the side, and you could just see, like, he was so pissed. You could see his frustration right when he saw Cash coming out. I think everyone could uh, lip read what he said. So, just, oh my god. You know, like, I don't think this is a, oh, this hurts analytics. We need to go back. But I mean, it wasn't that long ago that a lot of pitchers would pitch full full games, complete games, yeah, often. And then he also was only up to seventy pitches. It wasn't like he was up to a hundred. If he went up to like at least ninety, a hundred, if he was going that high, then I would kind of understand his move. But still, in in this in this agreement, but right, I think it was only a. About like seventy three or seventy six pitches, and he decided to pull him. They, they took him out, and he was about to face the top of the order, who was already zero for six against him, and the top of the order that struggles against lefties. And then right after they take him out, Mookie Betts hits a double, and then a wild pitch gets a, scores a run, then an infield hit scores a run. Blake Snell doesn't give those up. He wouldn't give those up. I mean, like, you can just look at the other examples recently. Last year, the Astros took out, um, what's his face? I think it was Zach Grinke. Yeah. In game oh, seven. Yeah. And, they ended, and that ended up backfiring. The Cubs took, um, the Cubs took Kyle Hendricks out early in game seven. That ended up backfiring, but they ended up winning still. It wouldn't have come down to the wire if they hadn't taken him out so early. I understand exactly. the idea of, oh, let's take him out now before he starts getting tired and gives something up. Sure, there's a thing, but you're paid as the manager, so you know exactly when to make those decisions. For example, earlier in the playoffs, Kyle Hendricks was pitching very well through seven innings. He gives up a walk and then a hit. David Ross comes out, decides to leave him in the next... Next batter is a home run. That's when you should take him out. Yeah. You need to, like, you you see need him. to know. 
if you don't know, then honestly, half your job as as a manager you're unable to do. I'm not, I'm not yeah, you're basically unfit. I'm not gonna take away from him. Know when you're... Uh, entire season because yeah, they were forty and twenty. Not a lot of people expected them to be this good. And uh, I mean, yeah. You know, as you said, half your part as a manager, you have to know when your starter is losing his uh, not his focus, but his, um, is not on his um, on his game as he was. Yeah, exactly. And that just wasn't the case right now. Just super frustrating. We could have definitely had a game seven today. But yeah, definitely. Someone, I mean. I respect everyone for attacking him because, frankly, not like bad. I mean, for like criticizing him, he definitely made a huge mistake. Yeah, but definitely. it doesn't hurt the analytics side of the game. But uh, switching over to Dodgers, who won final? Who won the MVP again? Uh, uh Corey Seager. Uh, was on a hot roll in the postseason. Didn't produce. I mean, he's still producing the World Series, but overall in the postseason, he was on. He was the man for the Dodgers. Should have given it to Betts. But the storyline for the Dodgers, um, I think it was uh about sixth inning or so, if I'm correct, uh, when the league got news that Justin Turner tested positive for COVID, they had to pull him out. What do you think about that? Very, they were honestly, it's all Turner's gonna get fined, suspended, or something because yeah, he just went against everyone and he just went out to celebrate, you know. Yeah, there's many reports that he disregarded coronavirus protocols, and then, yeah, as you said, he's probably gonna get uh fined. He's a fool, he is a fool. That's all there is. Like, like honestly, why does it? Why does it matter, bro? I get you want to celebrate and all, but just wait. Just wait, you fool. I don't know. I feel like that's uh, there's an air on both sides. Like, why do you get your test results in the middle of the in the middle of the game? It's like a miscommunication on both sides. And I get his tests were in, inconclusive, but it's still the, um, like the health part, um, the doctor, um, part of the LB that should get it done beforehand, before the first pitch. Yeah. I agree. Um, Congrats to the Dodgers. Pretty, I mean, they were the favorites coming into the season. I wonder how the Red Sox are feeling with all that saved cash. Must be real nice to have instead of, you know, another World Series. Exactly. Okay, bets winning two out of the past three World Series. But a good job for them. Um, before we end today, let's talk a little bit about a couple of NBA hires. 
Daryl Morey is now in charge of the front office for the 76ers after they already hired Doc Rivers. So honestly, this that's a very interesting move. It makes me wonder if they're going to keep both Embiid and Simmons and just trade for as many three-point shooters around them or if one of them could be go- gone. I mean, I agree with you. It's a very nice pickup by the 76ers. And no, I think um, they're going to build around Embiid and Simmons. Uh, I think they're going to give them uh, good contracts. And as you said, you know, bring in players that can uh, join in the symphony. I just wonder how they're going to get any team to take on Al Horford or Tobias Harris and those yeah. god-awful uh, They're probably going to keep Tobias. They're most likely going uh, going to try to get rid of everyone else. Hmm. They could, they could keep Tobias, but I don't know if he fits in with like Maury's vision. I mean, you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. I mean, unless Philadelphia is dumb enough to build around Tobias and not Simmons and Embiid. I feel like they see potential in him. See potential in who? Bias. Hmm. I mean, that's just what I'm saying. I mean, I doubt they're going to go around that, but... No, I know what you mean. Um... Yeah, I mean... All I would say is that they had to kind of switch things up in the front office. They couldn't keep, they couldn't just go with the status quo that kind of screwed them the last couple of years. And I don't know how the power structure is going to be with Elton Brand now. Mm. But hopefully it's just like he's, like not, head to the... he's not really in charge anymore. Exactly. That's He's still in charge, then it's like, eh. I mean, it was a good pickup because, you know, they had to change things up a bit. You can't just keep making the playoffs and then getting out on the first or second round. Yeah, I feel you. Um, The Clippers, you know. So we already talked about Stan Van Gundy. I think we talked about Billy Donovan and the Bulls. The Rockets just hired their new head coach. His name is Stephen Silas. He's a Mavs assistant. I honestly don't know who he is. But that's Me neither. I have no clue that's, who he is. That's interesting. But, I, mean, I guess that they're hiring a new guy, not a... Because a lot of people thought they'd hire Jeff Van Gundy or Ty Lue. So, like, Ty Lue went to the Clippers. Yeah. Um... Who's the guy the Pacers hired again? Um, the Raptors assistant. What was his name? Um, I think he was uh, Dan Dan Burke, I think, or something. Oh no, that's the new um seventy sixers assistant that tr- that Embiid was trolling. Oh yeah. Their new head coach, you mean, for the Pacers? Yeah. Nate, um, 
Jorgren. Hmm. So this guy was, uh, I'm surprised. This guy was the assistant for Nick Nurse, but he's not Adrian Griffin. A lot of people thought Adrian Griffin would be the guy. Yeah, I, I would agree there. So that that is kind of surprising. There aren't any more um, vacancies, right? Um, let's see. So Indiana has a coach. Play Philadelphia. Houston. Chicago. Cleveland are sticking with um their coach, right? Uh, yeah. Yeah, I think actually that's the last of them. I guess it's because the they might be starting in what's it called in December, which would be very fun. I hope they do start then. But they need the yeah, but I doubt it. I think like MLK Day would be a more suitable date for them to start. I hope not. And if they're still continuing with this bubble, I don't think they're doing a bubble. Uh, they're probably doing like, uh, what's it called? They're just gonna have no fans. They're gonna do what the NFL and MLB did. And then the limit, like, travel, they'll have more series, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, if a team had to go out, like, for example, the Bulls had to go out to the West Coast. I have, like, most, if not all their West Coast games, like, in a week or two, you know? Yeah, Instead of them traveling back and forth. Something like that would be ideal. But, uh... I do. I, it doesn't even have to be. Honestly, I just really want the Christmas Day uh, stuff. You know. Yeah, I mean, I would, I would love that as well, but I doubt that would be Target Day. You know. I know, man. I think they could do it. They could do it. Anyway, um, I think that concludes our episode for today. We will be back with you Friday. I'm Dish Muhammad Kadami, signing off.